G'day everyone, it's a big weekend for the Crowcast with our big list management uh, committee meeting going on this evening at 7.30 obviously during the buy round, so tons to talk about, we're looking for lots of engagement, let's not waste another second. G'day everyone and welcome to a massive edition of the Crowcast. Uh, the weekend wrap this week, uh, straying away from our usual format uh, with the buy and uh, we're going straight into uh, a very important list management committee meeting. Uh, don't forget to join us on Discord or chat with us on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, certainly you can listen to the audio feed but uh, there's tons of stuff going on on the video so uh, if you can get around a video feed, get around it. Um, and uh, Nikki and Maka, how the heck are you? Oh, looking forward to Fane to find out what uh, you guys are thinking and expressing <laughs> what I'm thinking, see whether they match or not. Yeah, Nick, how are you going? I'm going very well because uh, my women's team, I haven't been playing this year, but they have been playing excellent. They're actually straight through to the grand final. So go Flinders Uni. Fantastic. The crabs. Go the crabs. Do, is no, the they're the stingrays. <laughs> No, nah, the women's the team's got to be called the crabs. the crabs as well, surely. No, 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 no. We're the stingrays. Come on, if the you... boys are the crabs. Oh, that's just a massive cop out. That's a massive <laughs> cop out. You got to embrace the Flinders Uni crabs, surely. If you're <laughs> if you're a Flinders Uni woman playing football, you're a crab, and that's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, g'day to everyone who's joined us on Discord. Uh, PJ Crows, uh, Anzac Paul, Razor Ray. Uh, NATO, Matty H, uh, look, uh, get around us on Discord. It's going to be a fascinating chat. We're looking for lots of input from everybody, uh, not only on Discord, but also on Facebook and YouTube. So uh, chuck a comment in Facebook and uh, YouTube and we'll get around it. Uh, I haven't even seen the footy this weekend. I've had a bye week as well with regards to the results. Has anything been going on before we get into this? No, nothing much. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Bloody bloody Bulldogs. I'll say that. They, they were looking good in the first quarter and then they went to shit. They went, <laughs> yeah, I, well, you know that Geelong are my uh, flag favourites at the moment. <laughs> I know, bastards. Never yeah, mind. That, that I want to say, um, I was, did see half of the Gold Coast-North Melbourne game. Are we as bad as North Melbourne? Or will we be worse because it was horrible to watch? Horrible. Yeah. Had to turn it off. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. Uh, g'day to Vardy in the chat as well. All right, um, now, so the format of this evening's meeting, everyone, as I call it to order, is that, we, <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of that, I promise everyone who's listening to this or watching this on Facebook and YouTube, it can sometimes get a bit of a dog's breakfast on the weekend wrap, but I'm going to be holding a firm hand on the gavel, Macca and Nikki, because we need mm-hmm. to keep this under a three-part miniseries. <laughs> now, Nikki, don't burst out laughing, come on. We don't... <laughs> No, I was going to say, don't make me uh, post the West Wing clip with the gavel. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) 
All right, now look, what we're going to do, we're going to have a look at our current list. Uh, we're going to talk about individuals. We're going to try and make a bit of an assessment about whether they're uh, best 22, whether they need to stay on the list or whether we can uh, uh, delist or whether there's some trade value there. Then we're going to get on to look at our draft position as it stands at the moment um, and uh, look at some possible trades um, and then check out some draft prospects that we might be uh, looking at. And hopefully by the end of it all, by the end of it all, uh, Maka and Nikki, we might have some some plan formulated that we can email to JR and Pseudo <laughs> and Fags on the list management committee and say, hey, boys, just save you a bit of time. We've already done all the work. Uh, just make the deals happen. Does that sound oh, reasonable? It, yeah, because it's not like they've been planning for this for years. No, they probably haven't. <laughs> well, I hate, go to, by a couple of years back I hate to say this, but there are times when perhaps that might be evident. Good <laughs> day <laughs> uh, to uh, 1990 Crow on Twitch. Uh, great to see people joining us on Twitch as well. We've got uh, a few joining us on Twitch, which is great. Right, now, first up, let's have a look at our current list, shall we? Now, Macca and Nikki, I hope that you've got a screen with what I've got up here. And if you haven't... I have, no, I haven't got a screen. I'm, as I said, I don't dare put anything up. Is it Facebook-driven or not? Put it put it on YouTube, Mac. Anyway, YouTube? Yeah, YouTube and mute it. If there's a mute, it'll mute me talking to you. No, no, no. Just mute the video on YouTube. Anyway, look. Uh, so I've put up on the screen our current uh, list. And um, what I thought we'd just talk about, first of all, before we get too far into it, um, is the situation with regards to the list size reduction, which seems to be on the cards. Um, what's your general thoughts? I think they'll go down to... Uh, we're currently at... Uh, what are we on? We're at 40-plus 40, 40 rookies at the moment. Yeah, um, it's a, you can have a minimum of 38 uh, yep. plus, six, plus six rookies, or I think you can go up to 40 players and four rookies, yep. I think. Yeah, and we. I'm not we, sure whether that's 100% right, but that's what I think it is. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely 44 in totality. Yeah, so I'm thinking. I don't know about you, Mac and Nick, but I, I'm thinking they're going to go down to a 38 size list. What do you think? Anyone? Hello. <laughs> What the hell is going on with you people? Maka, Nikki, anyone? I don't know what the hell's happened to these people, but they've gone. <laughs> Maka, are you there? I'm thinking that the people that are listening to us can hear us. Hey, Macker, I can hear you. <laughs> Macker, I can hear you. Nikki, I can't hear you. <laughs> well, this is a good start. Are you are you back, Nikki? Phoenix, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, good. Yes, I can hear you. It's like we're at a Zoom meeting. Can you hear me yet? What can you the hear hell, me? What the hell was going on with that? 
I don't know. You went completely silent. N- not to the terms. people on not to the people on the on the cast, but you no, guys but, did. Yeah, but to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's very mean, Flower Horse. <laughs> Crowcast actually run by the crows. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually run by me, Valus. And to be honest with you, um, what Nikki and Macca say uh, doesn't matter a shit. Um, <laughs> now, Macca. I don't know what I don't know what's going on with Macca, but I hope he. I'm going to kick him out, and hopefully he just rejoins. And uh, uh. I'm back. Oh, you're back now. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, just disappeared. You, you and Nikki both uh, disappeared, uh, but I was still going, so the important people were still here. <laughs> anyway, All right. do you have any arguments or not? No, 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 not with myself, mate. Anyway. Let's get on with it. So I thought uh, Mac and Nick would start off just having a look at the rookies. I, I Well, put it this way. I think we're going to go down to 38. What do you think, Mac? Uh, I, I reckon um, it's 44 at the moment. I think we'll only go down four in total. Yeah, 38 plus four, I reckon. Well, they're actually talking about there won't be rookies next year. Now, whether that's going to be the case or not, I don't know, but that's mm-hmm. one of the proposals that's up. Yep. And, uh, and I think there is a, a bit of... There'll be one of two things that happen, in my opinion, that uh, it'll be 40 in total, or, or they may even leave it at 44 for this for this one year and then go down next year. So, But I think in our planning, we'd have to say down to 40, which is four, yep. four gone, plus whatever, however many trades, how many draft picks yep. we're going to take. Well, let's work on a list size of 40, shall we? And I'm just on the screen here. I'm just going to select our rookies. And we can talk about them to, uh, and Mac. I don't know whether you. Uh, I don't want you to do too much on your bloody screen because God help me, your computer skills. <laughs> but at the moment, <laughs> at the moment, we've got Benny Crocker, Ben Keys, uh, Kieran Strawn, and Patrick Wilson as rookies. Now, to kick off the discussion, can we agree that Patrick Wilson and Kieran Strawn aren't going to survive the cut? Agree. Uh, def- definitely agree with uh, Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Um, straw, we don't have a backup Ruckman otherwise Well that that's one of my needs It was like, I think if the list goes down You've got to say that Straw possibly has to go But they've got to be planning for at least one If not two Ruck backups Yeah, that's why I think that's why I think He, he may survive uh, He, he can't, for- Macca He can't survive I, I understand the, the issue with regards to backup Ruck But He's not the man. He's slow. He's uh, he lacks awareness. Uh, he's not an AFL ruckman, in my opinion. Um, it was very hard to argue with you, actually, because he was very, very unimpressive when he did get his game. Right. So this is a democracy. Uh, I'm going to throw it open quickly to uh, the people on chat. Um, Strawn in or out? I think Strawn's gone. Strawn's gone. Strong rubbish. Strong <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> okay, they right. win. He's now, gone. Now, 1990, Craig, we're talking about not... Strong. So... Yeah, we're don't... not up to him yet. <laughs> All right, so Strong is out. Sorry, Kieran. Uh, thanks for playing. Uh, and look, and we don't want to, to be honest with you, we don't want to be disrespectful to players. They're all uh, on an AFL list and we're not, so they're one up on us. But uh, Very good point. Um, yeah, Kieran, uh, no good. Uh, as far as our stuff goes. So that takes us straight down to 42. Yep. And we've got a known 
out in Rory Atkins. Yep. Uh, so that takes us down to 41. Now, the other one that I've heard a whisper about, and there's been a little bit of media about, is Bryce Gibbs. Yes, I think we'd have yeah. to. I think, we, I think we'd have to assume there's going to be a negotiation or a negotiated settlement between us and Bryce Gibbs, uh, and uh, he won't be on our list next year because uh, it would be. I, I think it would be humiliating for him to say I'm staying and get paid next year and just sit there doing nothing. I think from his point of view, he's much better off getting a discounted figure right now, and, so. then he, and then he can do whatever he wants to do after that. Look, and, you know, we've got to acknowledge the, the personal turmoil that, that the Gibbs family has been going through over the last few months. And to be perfectly honest with you, I, I don't blame Bryce for not having his mind on the on the game. Uh, terrible Agreed. stuff that they've had to go through. So I think it's best for all parties um, that, um, that he uh, get a negotiated settlement. So, Matt, we're going to yeah, call that a listing. All right, so that takes us down to 40. Yep. Takes us down to 40. Now, um, all right. So I've broken the group up into midfielders, defenders, and forwards. Uh, so let's talk. I want to talk about our midfielders first of all. At the moment in that group, uh, we've got. Um, let me just refresh this because it hasn't refreshed. Yep, scrolled too far. No, I haven't scrolled too far. Midfielders, goddammit. Um, so Brad Crouch is the first. Well, let's 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 work from let's work from the bottom. Um, so Wilson, yeah, well, Wilson already Wilson's said. already gone. Let's just sort this by uh, by game, shall we? Uh, largest, smallest. I think the contract year is also a valuable one because who's actually got a current contract? Who's that? come into it a bit. Who's that, Nick? It's if you sort them by um, who's got a contract that ends this year, next year, yeah. year after. Yeah. Well, let's let's have a look at it. We've got, uh, at the moment, we've got one, two, three, four, five restricted and one unrestricted uh, free agent. Uh, we know one of those free agents in Atkins is going. Let's talk about the unrestricted free agent, which is Rory Sloan. Now, well, he's, he's contracted in t- until 23, so yep. he's a keep. And I would imagine that he's also uh, best 22. Yep. Happy with that? Yep. 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 Yeah. I don't uh, Rory Laird is a restricted free agent. Uh, I would have been thinking about whether he could be, provide some trade value uh, until his turn in the midfield. And I think his turn in the midfield has been excellent uh, since he's been on. Um, yeah, Lady has been. He's been a, quite a bright spark um, out of senior or more experienced players. No, he's, he stays. Yeah, so Lady stays and his best 22. Update that right now. The next restricted free agent is Matty Crouch, and I think uh, we could probably say similar to Crouchy uh, as to Rory Laird that a couple of weeks ago you would have had Matt Crouch on the trade table, but his form in the last couple of weeks has been more to what we uh, have 
expected. You there, Pete? Yep, I don't know what you guys are doing. But uh, I'm gathering that you can't hear me again. It's very bizarre. Obviously a problem with the Discord server at the moment. Uh, I'm just going to keep talking. Uh, so, Matty Crouch, uh, what's the consensus on uh, on chat? I'm saying that he's a keep. What do people on chat think? Yeah, it looks like a keep from most people, so we're going to keep Matt. And I would uh, make the executive decision that he's best 22. Um, Paul Seedsman's the next one. Now, Paul Seedsman is uh, not a free agent and he's contracted until 21. Uh, so he's got a year to go on his contract. Um, and I really wish Macker and Nikki would log back in. No, I'm back here. Back? I don't know what. I reckon there must be a problem with Discord tonight. Yeah, because you go silent. I I can flick it up on YouTube, which is a bit behind, and yeah. hear you. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think but... there's a. Uh, so I think if you do drop out again, Nick, um, just to show back it'll come, out but, again. Yeah. Um, hopefully, Maka does the same in a moment. I was just talking about seeds, Nicky. Um, he's contracted until twenty one. He's not a free agent. Um, he's a hard one. He is a difficult one because he's not playing that well this year he's had injury problems but i do like what he brings okay again. And, and i think we we do need some wing options yeah and he's one of the better deliverers into the forward 50 yeah does he have any trade value now Macca, thanks for coming back if it looks like discord's been a bit funny tonight mac so if you do sort of drop out just log out and back in okay uh, we're just talking about seeds, Mac. Um, yep. Not a free mm-hmm. agent, contracted for another year. Um, what are your thoughts? Definitely keeper. He. Uh, I was reading the, the notes on him in the, in the paper, and then apparently he had uh, some serious injuries, and uh, he was, and he was unfit there in the uh, period when there was no football. So he never had any chance. To, so basically, he's been trying to get fit while he's trying to play, which is been reflected in, in the way he has played because he's been playing well below his capacity. But, um, no, he's a different keeper. Yeah. And he also absolutely hates the cold weather, so he doesn't really want to go back to Melbourne. All right. Uh, would you say he's best 22? Uh, when, he, and he, when he's playing well, yes, he is. Okay. Yeah, agree. We're, when he's playing well, but we've, we've got to get that consistency from him. Agreed. Yeah, definite, definite issue with consistency with seeds. No doubt about it. Um, now, the other restricted free agent we've got is Brad, obviously. And let's talk a little bit about Brad because, um, you know, he's adamant that uh, he wants to stay. He's adamant that uh, you know, his home's in Adelaide and all that sort of stuff. What do you guys think? Well, you don't have the Einstein really to work out that it's a... Uh... 
volatile situation in the sense it could be one of two things. Uh, Brad would like to stay. We'd, we'd like to keep Brad. But if we can get a situation where uh, by Brad uh, taking up his free agency, we get picked two, uh, well, then he's gone. And But uh, conversely, if the offer is only for only gets us a second rounder, he's staying. So, but I think that in this market, because he is a good footballer, uh, and there's a couple of teams up near the top that would be uh, keen to get him, I think he'll bring a, a good enough contract to get us the pick too. So I'd be writing him off as gone. What do you think, Nick? Well, Nick doesn't think Bloody anything. Hell. I, I disappeared again. It's, it's very, uh, very frustrating that um, we're having these trouble with... Uh, with Discord at the moment, uh, it's nothing that I can do about it because it's obviously a Discord server issue. So we'll just keep soldiering on. Mac, you still got me? That looks like we're out again. So um, quite frustrating. But anyway, we'll push on. Uh, I'm interested to hear what people think in uh, in chat about Brad Crouch. Um, I agree with Kempi that Brad seems to think that his value is higher than it is, but I do think that there are a couple of clubs that would would like uh, Brad on their list, and the one that really comes to mind to my for mine is uh, Sydney. I think Sydney. Uh, I don't know whether you got me again, Mac, but uh, I think Sydney would be one that would be quite interested in Brad Crouch. Nope. Not back yet. No, I've I got you though, Phoenix. Um, yes, yeah, Sydney do need some help in their midfield. They need a bit of experience. Um, my problem with Brad is that his disposal isn't that great, and Matt plays better without him. And I'd rather keep Matt. Well, I think you're right, Nick. I think uh, I think there's a lot of evidence to suggest that Matt plays better without Brad. And I think there's actually a bit of evidence to suggest the opposite as well, that Brad plays better without Matt. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. And the issue I also have, and don't tell opposition clubs, is that I think his groin's a shot. <laughs> well, you've just put it out there. <laughs> Thanks for that. Well- well, but that's that's what he's that's why we got him. That's why he was so highly rated as a junior. Is he had that absolute burst of speed, mm. but he doesn't have it anymore. It's yeah. gone, and uh, he's not. There's no differential between him and many other good midfielders. And what have I missed anything, or we just agreed that Brad's going? Yeah, no, and if he gets about... his pick two, I will drive him to the airport. All right. Um, Matt, you on board with uh, Brad being traded? Uh, uh, definitely. Definitely. All right. Um, look, I think so too. Um, but what about if we get band two compo for him? Or band three compo, I should say. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm on, I don't think he's going to get a contract big enough to get a, a pick after our first pick. To be well, I can guarantee you one thing. If, the, if he, we don't get that, he's staying. Yeah, I think we will right. match. We will match the offer. That, uh, and I think you know, I've heard Adam Ke- uh, Kelly speak. Uh, I've heard Brad speak. Look, basically, they're both really saying, and it's up in the air. And they're both happy to, for him to stay, and they're both happy for him to go. Yeah. And, uh, and so it'll, it really comes back to: Do we get picked two? We get picked two. He's gone. Yep. I and think, I think you're we, right. I th- 
and I think and I think we will get it. Would would you trade him? Would you trade him for a band three? No. No. You wouldn't trade him for an end of first round pick. No. I would. No. I was like, well, that that would be end of first round. I thought band three was um second round. Uh, well, whatever you've got the pick after the first pick. So is that band one? Is it? And then oh, you're. Well, uh, bloody, that's just see going. You're. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Macca can realise that when he, when his uh, sound cuts out, we can still hear him. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Um, yeah, so, all right, we've decided that uh, Brad's on the trade table. Uh, when the others... Oh, while we're talking about... Um, uh, our midfielders. The next one on the list is Jordan Gallucci. Uh And I'm interested to hear what people think on chat. There's been whispers of uh, the Gooch not being happy in Adelaide and wanting to go back home. Um, obviously, he's got his Achilles to deal with, um, and that's going to be an issue um, for him potentially. Um, sometimes it's a bit hard to get back from a uh, from a from an Achilles injury. Um, but uh, uh, Nikki's saying in chat that Gooch is gone uh, I'll be interested when she comes back on board to find out why Gooch is gone um, but uh, at this stage I, I, I really like uh, Jordan Gallucci I think he's suffered from mismanagement uh, Nick you got me? I do now it did, yeah. not, did not want to connect Oh, unbelievable. And and just a heads up, and we'll have to tell Macca when he comes back online, that when you guys drop out and can't hear me, I can still hear you and everyone else can too, <laughs> Macca. Oh, great. <laughs> that Macca's swearing. Yeah, because I can still yeah. hear him. Macca's no, like, Macca, when, um, when we drop out, mate, we can still yeah. hear you, so just be a little careful what you say. <laughs> oh, okay, that comes through before. Yeah. Um, so look. Anyway, I'm talking about the gooch, um, and we've got to. I want to keep this ticking over, so uh, we're just going to have to put up with these disconnects. Um, yeah. Because it's obviously a obviously a Discord issue. Um, I like Gallucci. I think he suffered from a, a bad development at the Crows through the through the Pike uh, times, and then obviously uh, his injury came at the worst possible time for him. Um, but I think he might have a little bit of value at trade. I think he's definitely got value at trade and I would have liked to keep him as others in the chat have pointed out with the list sides shrinking and we're pretty sure his dad and the rest of his family is very keen to get him back to Melbourne. Right. right. Um, well, but if you trade him now, you're going to get peanuts for him. Well, that's no, the problem, isn't it? I don't think you will. There's not a lot of exposed form, Nick. There isn't, but what exposed form there is... Nicky, what do you think you're going to get? He's got – no, well, he's not going to get us nothing. No, but we don't, it's not interesting. It's a question that you've got to weigh up is the potential value of Gallucci if we get him right versus what we will get if we sell him in his uh, – trade him off in his current condition. If we trade him off in his current condition, we'd be lucky to get a third rounder for him. Yeah, that's very yeah, true. I mean, he's, he's one with speed that we desperately, desperately need in our midfield. But he's, again, he's one of those tweeners. He's too small. 
as much as I really like him as a player and the attributes, and he does play taller than what he is, but the way the AFL's going, he's too short. Look, I think his contract status probably um, probably uh, tips the, the coin in the favour of a trade, to be honest with you. I think the fact that he's out of contract at the end of this year is probably the nail in the coffin for him. I'd like him to stay. I think he's got some talent and ability. Um, but uh, I think it just wasn't the right fit, the right time for Jordan, and I think he might have better value at another club. I, I, well, my vote would be to keep him, but, um, yeah, so we disagree, agree, but then uh, well, we'd only get a third rounder for him, I, and I, I can't see the value in that. So yeah. I, I just think I'd rather keep uh, keep him and uh, see if he does, and then... Um, a third round in this in this particular draft is kind of not going to be a great one. So, um, yeah, oh, no, we're not gambling with a lot keeping him. Yeah, well, it's list size, Mac, uh, that that is the problem. And of oh, the of the, um, of the uh, midfielders, we've already got uh, Atkins and Crouch uh, listed as out of our uh, non-contracted midfielders. Mm-hmm. Gallucci is the other non-contracted midfielder, uh, and I think that tips the scales in the favour of a trade. So um, that's where we're going to go. Um, look, McHenry, O'Connor, and Schonberg. Um, look, I don't think either of those uh, are going anywhere at this stage. I think McHenry is the one on thin ice. Um, O'Connor, we've seen nothing of. Um, and uh, Schoenberg, obviously, we've seen some very promising signs. Um, but uh, given their contract status, uh, all contracted to 2021, um, I think those three lads, McHenry, O'Connor and Schoenberg, stay on the list. Nick, what do you reckon? Not there, Nick. Mac, you're not there either. All right, we'll keep soldiering on. So... Uh, Look, I think that's uh, covered it. So that leaves us with basically, um, what's that, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven mids. Um, and look, to be honest with you, our midfield cupboard is very bare. Um, if we just talk about uh, those we're going to keep, that le- leaves us on our list with a midfield group of Matt Crouch and Rory Laird um, as our two um, senior midfielders. And there's a couple of defenders like... Um, um, uh, Brody Smith, etc., uh, that fit in on that as well. Uh, Seedsman and Sloan, obviously the other two. Uh, first 22, but I can see Sloaney transitioning out of the midfield um, a- as he moves towards the end of his career, and Seedsman is a little bit up in the air. Mac, Nick, have I got either of you back? Yeah, yeah we're back. Yes. Oh, Mac, yes. yeah. we're back. Yep, so did, I've made some executive. Did you keep I've made some executive. We haven't talked about Paholke yet because I've listed him at this stage as a forward um, so yeah, my no. god um, yeah so um, we're left with a, a uh, midfield list of Matt Crouch, Rory Laird Ned McHenry, Ronan O'Connor, Harry Schomburg, Paul Seedsman and Rory Sloan, it's a bit skinny Nick it is but we really need to rebuild that midfield that's that that's our major problem. And that's where, you know, there's, there's a couple of cheap, uh, re- relatively cheap trades that we could bring in that uh, that, that uh, particular area of the ground. 
Yep. Um, look, the only other the only other issue that I've got in terms of our midfield is that a lot of those are coming out of contract in twenty one, and a couple of them are, are free agents. Um, Matt Crouch and Rory Laird. So we're going to have uh, some interesting times contract-wise. But let's move on to our defenders, shall we? Um, because uh, these Discord issues are very disappointing. Um, but we need to crack on uh, regardless. So hopefully... Hold on here. Hopefully we can... Uh... Anyway, our defenders. Um, Nick, have I got you? Yes, you do. All right. So yep. we've got... Uh, who have we got coming out of contract in 2020? We've got Hardigan, DMAC, and the young lad, uh, Ace Taylor, coming out of contract in 2020. What do we think about well, those three? Well, t- I'd love to swear, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's very disappointing, this uh, Discord issue. Uh, very untimely, in fact. But we're just going to have to continue. We've got uh, Hardigan... Uh, I'll have to uh, engage with the chat here while uh, these two come back. Um, Hardigan is the one, I think, that uh, might have some value. Uh, What do people think on chat? Uh, I don't think he's a D-list Valus. I I think he's he's got enough to offer another club. Um, Most definitely got enough to offer another club. Um, let's get some uh, consensus on Hardigan. Vardy reckons keep him. Who else have we got there? Uh, Volus wants him out. Uh, Patrick Lyons says uh, keep him. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me, PJ, that Port might be interested in Hardigan. I think they've uh, they've suffered from uh, kicking out uh, Dougal Howard. So, I'm where are you? Where do you sit, uh, Macker and Nick, with regards to Hardigan? Keep him. We we need decent depth in the back line, and he proved he could play very nicely, actually, up against. Um, Hawkins uh, the other day and Talia's slowly dropping off that cliff. Yeah, Talia's the one that worries me a little bit. Um, so, I and Kyle Hardigan's a fairly fit sort of a bloke. So he's I'm, actually He's actually a lot quicker than people expect, which is why he can play quite well against some of those bigger players. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been a Hardigan knocker over the years, but I think that we, we're really out for to keep him for the reason you just said, that Talia is starting to slow down. And uh, also, uh, Hardigan has got some pace, and uh, and his last game actually showed that he can actually play well when he's got a bit of responsibility. So, for me, he's a keeper. My thoughts on Kyle have always been that he's an excellent defender, um, but you just don't yeah. want him being a ball distributor. Um, Correct. Think, yes, that's right. If you... Uh, if you want to lock down defender, I think Hardigan's very good. He may have some trade value, but I, I'm on the... He is a restricted free agent, um, but there's been no talk uh, at this stage about whether he wants to explore his opportunities, and he's out of contract at the end of this season. So, um, 
Yeah, it's a bit of a watch this space. Now, DMAC is an interesting one. Um, unrestricted free agent, uncontracted at the end of this year. He's 32 years of age. Um, he keeps getting selected, and I've got to say, uh, he, he hasn't had too bad a season since he's been back in it. Yeah, ironically, he had a very good, probably one of his best. I think he's just like good vintage wine feed. Well, the, I guess the issue is, does he have a role as a running halfback flanker? He's not a lockdown defender. He's, I don't think he's got a role on the wing. Uh, he definitely is a, a running halfback flanker. Uh, do we, given the amount of defenders that we have on our list at the moment, do we have space for DMAC? Do we have the, the cap space to warrant another 400000 uh, for another couple of years? Um, you know, Do we keep him safe or is it time to cut him loose? He's 32 years of age. Yeah, given, given what you've just been saying about cap space and defence, etc., my thoughts were you keep either Hardigan or McKay, but not both. And uh, we would decide on Hardigan, so McKay goes. Well, let's look at it this way. In terms of running halfbacks, you've got, you got uh, David McKay, you've got Wayne Miller, you've got Lockie Scholl, you've got um, Will Hamill. Hamill, Will Hamill. Yeah, yep. you've got Tom Diday, um, you've got Luke Brown. McPherson. You've got Andrew McPherson. There's a lot of players in that, and uh, I'm oh, I th- with the reduction in cap size, uh, list sizes, and with the fact that DMAC is out of contract, and with the fact that we've got a lot of his type, I'm thinking that DMAC is a trade slash D list. Dead duck. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is a real. Pity because he is actually playing very well, but as and as I hate agreeing with Vlahus, um, but he actually said <laughs> if if you had to keep yeah, between Hardigan, between Hardigan and D Mac, you'd keep Hardigan, and he and that's where we where we have the laps. You're you're spot on, Fame. We've got so many of the running halfbacks, and those yeah. kids need to be playing. Yeah, yeah, right. I agree. I, I don't think DMAC's got any trade value. I don't think he'd actually want to continue with, at another club. So I'm calling it a D-list simply because I think he'll retire. Oh, um, he, 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 might, he might make a very nice captain in the SNFL. Well, it'll be with another club. Um, now, Ace, <laughs> Ace Taylor, I've got no idea about this kid. He's a defender from the He's... Northern Knights. He's 19 years of age. He hasn't played a game. I haven't seen him in the twos. Um, no, because he did his hamstring yeah. and he's out for the season. He was he was that last minute rookie after mm-hmm. that we got later on. So he was just the one to give a little depth, top up the list, etc. Yeah, um, and was mostly going to play S NFL. So I think he's he'll be heading back. Look, he's to not Victoria. a bad size, one ninety, but uh, yeah, I think he's. I just I'm going to have him as a as a D list simply because um, I don't think there's room. He's gone. Yeah. All right. So. Um, now, as for the rest of um, the defenders, let's go through them quickly. Luke Brown. Keep. Uh, yeah, he's 2023. Um, hasn't had the and he's only, he's only 27. He's 27. Well, nearly 28. Um, but uh, I think he's. I think he deserves to go around again. Um, I think he's. I think he's playing injured this year. Possibly. I agree, Nicky. Geordie Butts, uh, he's contracted yeah. for another year. For me, Geordie Butts good. goes in the back pocket and he takes over from your 
the one that you really idolise, Fee. Who's that? The slow one. Oh, Jake Kelly. <laughs> God. Go on again. <laughs> Jake Kelly. Um, Nick, you there? No, I'll just keep prattling on. Um, Tommy Dede is an obvious keep. Um, Lockie Gallant is an obvious keep. Uh, Will Hamill is an obvious keep. Uh, Jake Kelly, uh, have I got you guys back? No, we'll leave Jake Kelly until Nick and Macca have really uh, come back. Fisher McCasey, uh, McCasey obviously is a keep. Uh, Andrew McPherson has a really good year, is a keep. Wayne Miller is contracted until the end of time, so he's a keep. Uh, Lucky Shoal, a keep. Um, Brody Smith, I'm going to hang on to for a second. Um, Daniel Talia is a keep, and Josh Worrell is a keep. Now, have I got you two buggers back? No? All right. Well, I want to talk about um, Jake Kelly. Um, so I'll be talking to people in the chat at the moment. Now, I've got Patrick on YouTube saying, Kelly, trade if we can get. Uh, as uh, Oz Turan also trade Kelly. There's a, there's a massive amount of uh, support for trading Jake Kelly. Have I got any of you two back? No. So we're going to... We're gonna, Who's that that's come back? Is that oh, you, it's Mac? me back, yeah. Right, so... <laughs> oh, and Third time lucky. Oh, it's frustrating because I can't actually do anything about this. I um, know, it's Discord. It, yeah, Discord's just, just been just, a pain just, in the ass. Just reading in the comments there about trading Kelly, that's where I was getting to. Uh, but yep. to take over Kelly's role yep. and uh, Kelly to, to get be traded or whatever we can get for him. Well, the two of you, I've basically made executive decisions to keep everyone. Uh, oh, and God. Except God again. Um, DMAC and... Uh, uh, sorry, keep everyone except DMAC and Taylor, but the two in question are Jake Kelly and Brody Smith. Have I got you back? Macker, have I got you back? I can hear you, mate. Oh, this is terribly frustrating. I think the consensus is that we uh, trade Jake Kelly. Um, I want to talk to people about Brody Smith. Now, the consensus about Brody Smith is that we should keep him, but I'm going to put a um, I'm going to put a case forward about Brody Smith being traded. Have I got either of you two back yet? No. Um. Oh, this is terribly frustrating. So, um, Mick Noble asked, what would we get for Kelly? I don't think we'd get a huge amount. I think we'd probably get a late second rounder. Um, Macca, is that you back? No. Uh, Brody Smith. Now, Brody Smith, I was... Um, a few years ago, when I, I felt like we had a... a a soft underbelly in terms of our list. I really thought that Brody Smith was one that we might get some trade value for. Now I think Brody's had a pretty good year, uh, but he does have some flaws, um, and one of them is his disposal efficiency. Um, Nick, is that you? You're back. <laughs> yes, the fifth time restarting. Now, Nick, I'm just going to ask you: Are you actually restarting Discord or just disconnecting and reconnecting voice? No, I'm restarting Discord. Yeah. Okay. Um, Brody Smith, Nick. 
Brody Smith, I've just been saying that I feel like um, Brody has some flaws. Uh, one of them is his disposal efficiency. Um, the other is his um, his uh, he tends to go missing a little bit on uh, on big occasions, and uh, I think he's got a lot to offer a team. I just wonder whether we take take the money and run with Brody Smith. No, I, I, he's a key. Otherwise, we're just going to be a skeleton uh, team of just young players. You've got to have some depth in you. Do you it, think it's right? a it's it's a hard one um, because no player is perfect, and they've always got deficiencies. I do agree. He he does seem to have gone a little bit missing a bit this year, um, and he and he doesn't like being tagged. Well, I think I think the experiment of Smith in the midfield has been has is a failure. I don't no, think he's a midfielder. Work. Didn't work at all. Um, I think he's a running halfback flanker. Uh, it can and we've got it. a lot of them. And um, we've got a lot of them. And we're regenerating. He's 28 years of age, Macca. He's an unrestricted free agent. He's contracted until 2021. I'm, I'm, I'm still saying he's a trade. If we get the right price for him. Well, I'll bet you money we, we don't trade him. He'll be here next Oh, well, year. I'm not saying whether we will or not. I'm just saying whether we should or not. Yeah, no, I'd keep him. We have to because we, we don't have so many uh, young lads in the team. There has to be a little bit of a framework of stability of uh, players uh, around them that are senior and, and can just help the lads come along. Otherwise, we will really get kicked off the park. All right, well, we're going to have him as a keep and uh, that um, leaves us with a... Um, He's a keep with a question mark. Keep with an asterisk. Let's Not even a question mark for me, no. All right. So in terms of our defenders, then that leaves us with um, Luke Brown, Jordan Butts, Tom Diday, Lucky Glant, Will Hamill, Kyle Hardigan, Fisher McAsee, Andrew McPherson, Wayne Miller, Lockie Scholl, Brody Smith, Daniel Talia, Josh Worrell. I don't actually think that's a bad mix in terms no. of experience and youth. Um, no, I think that as long as we can have a decent midfield up ahead of it that uh, don't uh, prevent the ball from just flooding back there all the time. Yeah. I think you know the defence hasn't been too bad all year. It's just been the fact that they've been flooded by with attacks. Yeah, I agree with that. And um, yeah, I don't think defence is our problem. We've obviously got a ton of youngsters in that area of the ground, and uh, I think um, that's that's not a bad outcome from our defenders. Let's talk about uh, our forwards because I think this is a very difficult issue or difficult area of the ground for Adelaide. Um, have I got you guys? Any of you guys? Nope. They're gone again. So uh, in terms of our rookies, uh, Ben Crocker and Ben Keys. Ben Keys obviously, I think, is a keep. Uh, I don't know why he's in as a forward. I got this list off bloody footy wire, and obviously they had him listed as a forward, uh, but he's a definite key keeper. I think with the list reduction, I, I was a bit of a fan of Benny Crocker um, at the beginning of the season. I think he showed a little bit, um, but he hasn't showed anything, and I think uh, 
if it comes down to a choice between Ben Crocker and Ben Davis, uh, I think um, Ben Crocker's uh, the one to go. So I'm having him as a D-list. Have I got any of you guys back? Yes, you do. Um, any argument with Benny Crocker? I know we were both a little bit uh, happy with him at him. the beginning, beginning yeah. of the year, but he's been disappointing, Nick. He has, unfortunately. And we do know that, you know, the, the situation he, he's in with his family, that's a bloody hard situation to be in. Yep. yep. Uh, Matt so, is still not here, so we'll just keep going. No, I'm back. Oh, you're back now. Um, so we're, we're uh, delisting Benny Crocker, uh, Mac. Yep, go on. Uh, Benny Davis is an interesting one. He's still got a year to run on his contract, so I'm just saying uh, in, in view of Benny Crocker going, we keep Ben Davis on for another year. We need to play Ben Davis. He's got some tricks that needs to be exposed at AFL level. I, I agree. I agree. But we've got no choice. He's on the list anyhow. So yeah. He's contracted. Yeah. Oh, there's there's rumours he's interested in leaving. But I hope that's all they are. Because we did see from the start of the year there was a big push by the AFC media was they put Davis front and centre pretty much on everything over summer. And Nix was talking him up a lot. Yeah, and I think what surprised them was Shane McAdam coming on. Um, 100%. You're right, PFP, 100%. And, and I, I think that they don't think that there's room for both. I think that they're intercha- they think that they're interchangeable. I don't necessarily yet, agree. Um, yeah, Davis plays Lynch's role, not McAdam's role. Yeah, I, nah. think, I think Davis could play up the ground a little bit. Um, yeah. And I think McAdam is more a, a bit of a goal sneak, uh, a bit of a third... Third talk now, uh, Darcy Fogg. Obviously, he's a keeper, but God, we need to see something. We need. He we need... needs to pull his finger out. Well, he needs to pull his finger out, but we need to give him the keys to the forward line, Nick. Yeah, yeah that as well. But, think, yeah. but he needs to pull his finger out. Yeah, but Nicky, I think you know, just on a structure basis, I think that you know Walker doesn't play next year. Now, I think that Walker. Yeah. He's, I know he's not a, got a contract, but I, I think I'll make him captain of the twos um, and uh, a, a backup when we've got injury and uh, fogs the man. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, Billy Frampton, uh, why did we sign him to a three-year deal? No idea. And they're not playing. It's a good deal, playing. isn't it? Bloody hell. Um, he's doing nicely. Well, the interesting issue about Frampton is the form of Himmelberg. And when you look at their contract status, Himmelberg comes out of contract at the end of this season. Frampton's still got two years to run. Now, Himmelberg has offered something in the last couple of games, but I'm, pardon me, I'm still not sold about Elliot. Um, and Frampton, I don't think, is a long-term prospect. But, and we'll talk about this a little bit later in terms of draft prospects, but at the, at the moment, I don't think either of them represent an opportunity, uh, represent an answer yeah. in the forward line. Go on again. Um, so I'm wondering whether we need to have a look at whether we can get something for Elliot Himmelberg. And I'm talking to myself again, which is bloody frustrating. Um, uh, Surf Oz in the chat saying that Berg give another year. Well, the issue with Berg, uh, Surf Soz, is that he's out of contract at the end of the season. Um, you know, we've give, we've given Billy Frampton... I think at the beginning of this season we thought that Frampton was going to overtake Himmelberg. Um, would you guys say that that's true? 
No, still haven't got him. Um, so I'm actually going to put Himmelberg up for a trade if I'm uh, Adelaide. Um, Nikki, can you hear me? No. I'm actually putting Himmelberg up for a trade simply because of the fact that um, he's out of contract and um, we've got Frampton who I don't think either of them uh, are the difference um, but I think just the contract situation with Frampton being uh, another two years on the list I think he stays uh, we'll just leave Jones for a moment um, Tommy Lynch I want to have a talk about Tommy Lynch have I got you guys back? Yeah, well, I'm back. Yeah. Um, Macker, I'm just interested. I'm going to put Elliot Himmelberg up for a trade simply because of the contract situation. I don't think either him or Frampton are uh, the answer at centre-half forward. Uh, but given we got Frampton for another two and Himmelberg's out of contract at the end of this season, I'm putting him up for a trade. What do you think? Well, I, I thought Elliot Himmelberg actually showed something towards the end of the season. And... Uh, I'd be I'd be inclined to give him give him a, another year. Well, you're gonna, but how can you give him another year? You got to give him a contract. He's not going to yeah. take a one year contract, right? Well, so, the point so you've is, either got to give him two, or you've got to trade him. Well, you well, I'd probably give him the two because of the fact that um, it's either that or play, or play uh, Frampton in that position, but because. Um, even if we say go get uh, Riley Tilthorpe, he's not going to be. I don't think he's going to play from day one, is he? Well, I don't. I'm I'm not a Tilthorpe fan, and we'll get to that in a minute. And uh, we've just about got through this list situation. Then we can start talking about where we're at in terms of prospects. But uh, there's a uh, Logan McDonald is the one that I think is is uh, the one that we need to target. But um, and because I think that we've got two key position players. Uh, in the frame for that first pick or maybe Brad's pick if, if that's how it goes um, I th- I don't think it's worth giving Hemmelberg more more time well I don't know Spain. I, I, I just think that we've, we we uh, because I'm sort of already saying I would be playing Taylor Walker next year no that's um, true and I'll be saying to Taylor Walker that you that you will also be a forward You've got to get your money. You're going to get your seven hundred grand, but you're going to to earn it. You're going to be, uh, if you like, a forward type coach that also captain, uh, captains the bees and yeah. just fills in occasionally if we've, we've got players missing. And uh, because of that reason, I think we've got to keep Himmelberg as well. Nick, you know I like Himmelberg. Yeah, you're uh, his mum. You're his mother. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just ridiculous the fact that Frampton. Yeah, that, that Frampton's got those three. Mm. I don't think Frampton gets a third club if we if we no. put him on the trade table. I think we we're stuck with him, um, and that's why. Yes. The, the only reason I'm thinking about Elliot out is because of the contract situation. Yeah, and but also with PJ Crows, he's a a, you know, a big lanky type of player, and they do take time, and they usually get better with time. So, um, and right. uh, and he. He was starting to show something. So for me, he's a keeper. All right, then. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Riley Knight. Go on. Needs to go. Out of contract. Bye-bye, Riley. Yeah. Uh, do we, we don't get anything for trade for him, do we? No. I not think too he goes much. As a, not with uh, reduced list sizes, I don't think. So he's a D-list 
He's just a uh, dilly. Playing he's, dilly. He's unfortunately too injury prone, and he yeah. couldn't get past break past the like the twelve, thirteen disposals a game. Yeah, yeah. Kempy in the chat saying uh, Berg can be special. Uh, me and Nick have been on the Berg uh, bandwagon for a while, but I I, I worry about his. Uh, his strength in the contest. But anyway, let's move on. Tommy Lynch, uh, he's contracted for another season. He's an RFA. Um, he's 29 years of age. Uh, he doesn't seem to be able to stay on the park at the moment. We've got blokes like Ben Davis and Darcy Fogarty and uh, Shane McAdam. And even you could probably put Miles Baholke in that um, category as a lead-up forward as well if we don't want to yeah. play Miles as a midfielder. Um, what do we think about Lynchy? He's died. Nah, he's hit the hill. He has he, hit the hill and he's fading over go. fast. He's got a year to go, Nick. We either keep him I on, know. on the list or we trade him. Nicky, we're paying so many bloody salary for people that's not right. playing. We're not going to have another one. I that's know. Right. That, that, that's, that's a bugger. I mean, if if you take Walker out, then I'd say keep Lynch. Yeah. But he's we've seen it this year. He's too injury prone now. And it takes him two to three games back in an AFL side to actually get up to AFL speed after an injury. You know, yeah. can we kind of afford to do that? Yeah, well, I think we have to carry him for another year. I, I don't think we can. I think I'm with Macro. We obviously can't afford to pay out another bloody contract. He's got a year to go. I think um, he might explore his uh, free agency at the end of next season. Um, I think he stays. Uh, Shane McAdam obviously stays. Uh, Lockie Murphy has a year to go on his contract. I think he stays. Um, Miles Baholke. Talk to me about well, Miles Baholke. I, I would be waving him goodbye. I know no. you. I'm, I'm the least Baholke fan in this uh, outfit. But, uh, but, <laughs> but, you. but yeah, but you go back and have a look at his stats, and and and, and I know he doesn't get as many opportunities as properly. As, sorry, probably as he should have. But having said that, what he does, he doesn't do bad. And he, he's got a nice set of hands. Um, he generally uses the ball very well. He just doesn't get it very often. Seriously, he doesn't. And he's yes, leaf he speed. Nicky, shut up. I'm talking. And he's got no, <laughs> he hasn't got the appropriate leg speed. And if we're going to carry on um, with players like Paholke, we will never advance anywhere. We have to uh, say bye-bye to the Baholkies and uh, get, we will be drafting a lot of young players this year and amongst them will be midfielders that we should be putting in there. Yeah. Look, I think uh, I think contract status is a big uh, factor in this whole conversation. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Mac. I think he's got some good qualities. He's got nice hands. He's a good size for a midfielder and he plays quite tall. But I'm 100% with you that he lacks a bit of leg speed. Um, and I think we've got other players that can play through the midfield that offer the same sorts of things uh, with a little bit more toe. And I think we need to get more speed in our midfield anyway. I think we've got enough small to medium forwards that we don't need Miles in there. Um, and I think what tips it over the line for me is the fact that he's out of contract at the end of the year. So I think he's out. Yep, um, go on. Yep, uh, Tyson Stengel obviously uh, is a keeper. He's still here. The last forward to talk about is Tex Walker. Year to go on his contract. He's an unrestricted free agent. Uh, he's obviously thirty, um, but uh, physically looks a little shot. Hasn't really been the same Tex Walker since 
his knee, but certainly certainly over the last couple of seasons we've seen the decline of Taylor. He'll tell you he could play until he's 45. Love his passion. Club man uh, can be a bit divisive. What do we think? I, know, I, I think I've already expressed my points uh, in the sense that he's, you can't play him. Um, it, we, we can't have a guy who is the senior forward, the guy that's supposed to be... Uh, looking after all the other forwards and uh, directing traffic and getting the ball, etc. Three touches in his 200th game. He, I mean, it was a milestone game and he's got three touches. Yeah. Um, and that says to me, he's cooked, he's finished. And, uh, but he's got a, con- he's got a year to go contract and it's worth about 700 grand. And if I was him, I'd be saying I'm staying. And I'd say, yep, you're staying, but you're going to be captain of the bees. You're going to be uh, spending most of your time as a as a forward coach, uh, helping the the official forward coach, because you do have a lot of forward skills in your head, and you can pass that on. And uh, that he would only play in, he would be told he'll only play in the A's if we have so uh, so many injuries that it's necessary for him to play. But he just you cannot play him as a regular. 100% agree, Macca. Uh, I don't think we can afford to pay out his 700k. Um, uh, whether we do or not, it doesn't matter. It's going to be on our, on our TPP anyway. Um, but I think if he can swallow his pride and if he can take on a mentoring role with Darcy Fogarty um, and if he, can afford, if he can bring himself to take a step backwards and allow blokes like Tom Diday um, to take over the club in terms of the leadership then I think he's got a lot of a lot of um, good things to offer um, but if he can't do that he's going to be very divisive because uh, I think if he can't do that that's an indication that he's going to go down swing so I think he stays on the list um, but I don't think he's best 22. Correct. Yeah Vardy, Vardy Magic made a brilliant point um, earlier in the chat, which was that we would love him to go out with dignity, but yeah. often that's a luxury. And unfortunately, with the way we are with the team, yeah. I think he's got to either, as you say, play completely in the twos. And I think he will actually make an excellent coach. Mm. And I would rather see him transition into that. I agree in it. I don't. I don't think he. I don't. No, I don't think he's coaching material at all. To be honest with you. We'll find that out. I don't think I don't think Tex is a teacher. I think Tex is a doer. Um, I think Tex he, can be divisive. I think Tex um, is very strong in his opinions, and I don't think that's that's the that's the trait of a good teacher. No, well, I, I think he's a, I think he's a leader, um, and I think that people will listen to him. Uh, and look, the guy. At one stage before he did his knee, was a star. He was an absolute star. And if he never did his knee, he probably would still be a star. But, oh, absolutely. Uh, he, no no yeah. one's doubting that for a moment. No, but fame. He, but he understands you know, it. I'm, I'm basing this on I used to go down and watch preseason training a lot when we could actually go down and watch preseason training a lot. Um, and his voice on the track, his instructions on the track were often clearer and better than the coaches were giving to a lot of the younger players. He knew how to do the balance between that constructive criticism and not make it too complicated. 
Yeah. So that's, I don't, I don't that's, wanna... I've, I've seen what he can do on the track and that's when we were, were absolutely flying as a team, which helped as well. But that's what, where I'm coming from because I've actually watched him in a football environment yeah. doing that wanna, type of coaching stuff. I don't want to dwell too much on this because we've got a long way to go in this podcast and we've already been going for over an hour. Uh, it seems touch wood that we've overcome our Discord issues, thank Christ. Um, but I will disagree with you. Uh, because if Texas was a good teacher, our forward line would be functioning a hell of a lot better than what it is right now. That's my view. Anyway, so uh, of the keepers, that leaves us, uh, lady and gentlemen, with a list of 31. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that works well, that, out nicely, actually. That's taking nine in the draft? Or that's taking five, no, five in the draft. And so that's allowing for a, a four a player reduction and uh, taking five in the draft. I'm pretty so, sure we will be taking five in the draft. So um, Atkins, Crouch, Gallucci, Kelly and Paholki are on the trade table. Um, now, are we uh, fairly comfortable that all of those will be traded for picks or do we think there's a player there um, that might be in our sights? I thought Gallucci was a keeper. No, 2020, he's out of contract, he's gone. We'd like to keep him, but I don't think it's going to happen, Macca. It's because it's basically because of the contract status, Mac. Well, okay, just, uh, I'm not going to cause disruption this day, so move on. Yep. Yeah. So the question was, are we going to be trading for picks or is there a player that people feel that we should be um, targeting? Uh, oh, where we there's, could... two, there's two players we should be targeting. Yeah. And that's Jack Graham. He's a South Australian boy. Yep. He's, tw- he's playing with Richmond. He's like 22 years of age. Um, I looked up what his uh, figures are. And over his career, uh, he's, uh, he averages about 14 possessions and about between four and five tackles. 2019, was he, he had a very good year in 2019, where he averaged 17 possessions and uh, he averaged six tackles a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, 22, as I say, 22 years of age, South Australian boy. Uh, if we... If we pass Brad Cratcher on for pick two, uh, he would be just the top bloke to fill in there because he he's a hard he's a hard he's a hard nut and he, he plays well. The other player that I think we should be uh, targeting because he is out of contract and he's uh, is Hately. He's uh, you know he, he gets a game with G, GWS now and again and uh, he, he's averaging about fifteen sixteen uh, positions a game even now. Um, and I think long term he's going to be a good player, and I think we should be. He's nice and tall, 190 uh, centimetres. He's a, he's a type of player we should be targeting. Nick, yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of whispers around Hately. A lot of um, whispers around Hately. Lot of whispers, and they've, they've just hope those whispers are true. And GWS don't ask too much, but yeah, he seems to be quite out of favour. I when he was drafted, I mean, they did draft him pick 14, but it was. Hang on, they've they've got an awful lot of depth in that midfield already. And it's like, where was he going to fit in? And I was a bit scared they were going to play him off the half-back line. And he just can't get a game in that team because there's too strong a midfield. Yeah. I really like your um, Jack Graham suggestion. Yeah. Um, I've just, for people watching, I've just put Jack's um, 2019 and 2020 um, uh, stats up. Um he averages um, 
this year about 1.6 in clearances. Last year he was over two in clearances. Um, he's around about the uh, 15 to 16 uh, average disposals, so that could uh, take a bit of a lift. Um, look, he's uh, he's a uh, he doesn't mind a tackle. In 2019, he averaged uh, seven tackles a game, uh, and even this year he's with less game time, he's averaging four tackles a game. Um, I, th- I think he's uh, someone... I, I agree with you, Mac. I agree yep, with no. you. And uh, Richard would... Uh, they would be play too hard ball. I reckon we could get him probably for a, a, a late third or a fourth, uh, fourth round. They, would, they wouldn't be asking too much. So in terms of the people that we're trading at the moment, um, could you see maybe a Jordan Gallucci um, situation to Richmond in a swap? Uh, no, he wouldn't live there. Um, they, they've got, they've got, <laughs> they're filled with quick, uh, quick little uh, little blokes, and uh, they've got several Indigenous blokes. I'd love to have on our side. That they're just really good players. No, Gallucci wouldn't wouldn't get a game there. Yeah. What about Rory Atkins? Atkins, is a, I don't know what the club is, but Atkins has already got a deal. He's got a three year deal, and uh, that's why he's uh, quite happy to come along and tell us that he's going. So He's if, got Atkins, deal. if Atkins get Atkins, oh Jesus, if Atkins has got a deal, a three year deal as an RFA, um, we don't get any compensation for him unless the Brad Crouch situation falls through. Uh, but let's say the Brad Crouch situation does fall through and Brad stays on the list. What do you reckon we get in terms of compensation for Atkins? Well, we get nothing for him actually because he's. Um what do you call it, uh, an unrestricted free no, agent. No, he's, he's restricted. Well, I, you're, you're getting that off of the um, that, that list. What's the name of the place? Um, Woody Y. Woody Y. Um, unless he's in the top 25% of play, uh, 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 payments, uh, then he is, uh, becomes an... They've changed the rules, so he becomes an unrestricted free agent. You don't reckon he's in the top 25% of our list in terms of player payments? Well, the papers always referred to him as an unrestricted uh, free agent. Well, I, I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to understand uh, what's going on there. Um, but, well, they, uh, hide, they hide the rules so they can fudge it for I Gold know, Coast's sake. I know, or in Geelong. Yeah, um, I'm there too. <laughs> it's bloody frustrating. Uh, we're the only professional sports league in the world that hasn't got clear bloody rules but anyway um so jack graham and uh, assuming we can we've got five blokes there that we can mess around with uh assuming uh, jack graham and uh, uh jackson Haitley end up at the club that um leaves us with what 33 so we've got no. uh We've got basically seven to choose, uh, seven picks. Happy with that? Yes. Yeah. Any 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 other players that you wouldn't mind targeting? Well, I'm sure there are, and but <laughs> it's a, but it's a a question that we don't know them. Um, the club the club will have identified players that. Uh, I mean, it could be like a Jay a Jay what's his name with Jay or Jay Caldwell at. Uh, the, the word with Caldwell is that he's staying in Victoria. Uh, okay. Uh, the Victorian clubs are after him, so I don't think he'll come yeah. back. I think Haley's yeah. the one. Well, um, yeah. 
I don't and, see and it. I think- for, for me, I'd, it'll probably be, I think, who a type of player we should be targeting is a, a ruck backup that isn't getting an opportunity at another club as a nice backup for Riley. I think yeah. someone like round pick or something, or, you know, offload, they can have knights or, you know, one of those kind of players. I, th- I think we need to do something like that a bit as well. I agree with you, Nick. Uh, you know, and it could be... Uh, and the the strange part is that none of those guys that have been like a, a scratchy old part time that they've got as a backup for a very good ruckman and never get to go. Um, some of them have gone to other clubs and done uh, very well. And I think you know a very good example of that is Wits. He was at, uh, he was at Collingwood, wasn't he? And he you know he, he never barely saw ground, but he went up to he's been to the Gold Coast and he's uh, been the number one ruckman since. Yeah, I don't know whether you'd spend too much time on a second ruckman. Um, I do believe we've got a deficiency there, but if you're going to hang on to Himmelberg, then... Oh, well, actually, you're right. We've got, if we've got Himmelberg and Frampton, yeah, you're right. Yeah. See, Himmelberg could be an interesting one because of the uh, brotherly relationship at GWS. Yeah, but like we've already talked through the fact that we're hanging on to him. Yeah. Uh, so under those circumstances, we've got the three tools. We've got Himmelberg... Frampton and um, O'Brien. Um, O'Brien goes down, you chuck Himmelberg into the ruck and you play Frampton up forward. Uh, I think in a rebuild, that's how you go. And uh, we also might have another tool uh, after the draft anyway. So um, I, don't, I don't want to spend too much money on a ruck, to be honest with you. What about, what about two-metre Peter from the Gold Coast? Well, you know, I've been a bit of a fan in the past of, and there's been whispers of a connection uh, between Wright and Adelaide in the past, but uh, he can't get a run at the moment. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, you know, he would, he'd be pretty frustrated, I would have thought. So, And I don't think you, you wouldn't be paying a lot for him either. So, um, yeah, a yeah, possibility. It could, some, it could be a possibility because that's what I meant of that type of that ruck forward. Um, would, would you do a so, swap between Himmelberg and Peter Wright? Sorry, between what? Himmelberg and Peter Wright? Yeah. No. 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 No, yeah. actually, Peter Wright's actually, his, his form has been atrocious. That's why yeah. Why, well, why and, the you know, I don't know whether we need a bloke like, a bloke who can't get a run in a low team in the AFL. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it, Ben Keyes, for example, was different. Uh, Brisbane had a very strong midfield and, and Keyes, for whatever reason, couldn't break into it. Um, but uh, that's in a strong. That's in a team with a strong midfield. Yeah, I'm withdrawing it. I'm withdrawing his withdrawing. name. I'm, I'm, Very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's that's what I mentioned that that type of player we look at in, in is not getting the opportunity because of other players ahead of them. Yeah, and the boys, and the boys, we know, the... and we know other teams have to drop their list down as well. So there's going to be some players normally wouldn't be. Yeah. No, there's going to be. There's going to be. Uh, that's why it will be a reasonably good market to go out and pick players, and 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 you know, I mean, most of these players just will be cut. They won't be even bothered to be traded. They'll just be cut. I, I agree, and that's where our position in the preseason draft is going to be very interesting. And uh, I, as I've said before, I will be absolutely furious if we don't use our preseason draft position to go get somebody for free. Yeah. Um, look, and not yep. only that, I think it gives us an opportunity, Macca, to be really shrewd in terms of how we use our picks in the national draft because some of these blokes are going to be available in pre-season draft. 
Um, And it could mean that we actually um, do get a bit creative with our draft. Now, I want to segue. We've we've decided on our our keepers. Um, I think we've gotten through that pretty well in an hour and a quarter. (laughs) Uh, We did have to go through the whole list. Hang on. Hang on. In about about 50 visits. That's you know, well, that's all settled down now, so stop complaining, Macker. It's not my fault. Um, so let's have a look at where we sit in terms of next year's draft. Um, and I'll just uh, increase the size there a little bit. Center that on the screen. So I have to thank um, Law, who's an Essendon moderator on Big Footy, uh, who's done an excellent job compiling um, a spreadsheet with the current draft position and uh, she allowed me quite graciously to use um, to use her uh, spreadsheet uh, to give us a bit of a hand as we're talking through this uh, so you can see up on the screen at the moment what our position is we've got as it stands at the moment and th- this will change obviously particularly GWS's pick uh, which as of before this weekend was seven I think it's gone down to eight now uh, but we've got 1 and 7, uh, we've got 20 and 30, 43, 49 and 60, um, also 74 and 92 and 110. But uh, at the moment, as it sits at the moment, uh, guys, we've got two picks inside the top 10. Um, and depending on what happens with Brad Crouch, possibly three picks inside the top 10. Yep, and even if you allow GWS to go up a couple of positions, it'll be three three uh, picks inside the top twelve. So yeah. yeah, that's handy. Yeah, so Adelaide's never been in this position before, um, and what complicates things, uh, to my mind anyway, and you guys might have a difficult, uh, different perspective on this, but to my mind, what complicates things is the the lack of visibility on the Victorian kids this year. Um, it's not the greatest year to have uh, three picks inside the top 12 uh, when you're talking about the majority of the talent coming from Victoria and some of the high-end talent having long-term injuries. And I'm talking uh, specifically about um, young Hollands and also uh, Brune, who both have knee issues. Hollands had an ACL and Brune's had some complications from a previous injury. So... Let's let's have some before we drill into this. Let's have some initial thoughts, Mac. What do you think about all that? Well, without being very specific with names, and because it's and it's going to be very difficult for us to to ascertain that because um, at least what you would hope that our our draft mob, um, the recruiting team, have uh, kept their eyes and ears uh, open with the lads that aren't playing and and a, a line of communication. And uh, following, uh, you know, how they're growing and what type of person they are. Are they making efforts to keep fit when they're not actually playing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so it, it's going, it's going to be really. Um, I think that part of it's going to be a little bit of hard work and a lot of guessing. So, um, yeah, but we can't afford to guess, Mac, because you take these kids on, you put them on a two-year deal. Um, and if we get those picks wrong, uh, or if those kids don't come out, uh, come up because of injury or, or what have you, um, you uh, you set your rebuild back. The other thing too that people forget is that uh, you're picking, you're going to be picking kids. If you're picking kids from Victoria this year, 
you're picking kids that by and large have had 12 months out of football. Yeah, exactly right. no fitness. What, what fitness are they actually doing? They're 12 months out of their development. They're 12 months out of their fitness. Now, even if they're playing some other football, and I don't think any of them would be. And no, I, I think, you know, so a lot of these lads are going to be behind the eight ball. Now, some of them are talented enough that they're going to, uh, they're going to come up anyway. But, and I've said this a couple of times over the last four or five weeks, I'm actually not opposed to getting cute with this draft and trading out of it to some degree. Uh, I, I think our biggest problem is in terms of time, we can't afford to, Ben, because we can't stand still. Um, we're, I mean, we're at the bottom and really at the bottom and we've got to actually make some improvement to our team. Uh, and the only way you're going to do that is to add quality youth and that's where the recruiting team has to really earn their money this year for the very reasons we've just been discussing. Um, it, the, the question I would put to you is what do you do with your first two picks? And, and I'm going to assume that Brad uh, Crouch is gone and we've got picks one and two. Um, are we going to take... One of, them, one of those two has to be the best midfielder possible. Um and maybe the best, maybe the the first two have to be the, the best. best. I'll just add to that, Macca, the best tall, quick midfielders. Yeah, you're right, Nick. You've got to qualify it in the sense of we don't yeah, want not another, another Jones. Or not another Buddy McHenry where they, you know, you can't even see if he's on the ground. He's that small. All right. Um, well, look, I think, I think there's, I've changed my tune a little bit on this over the last month. Um, and a part of it is because of the, the makeup of the draft this year. Part of it is because of our list profile, um, but and part of it is about who, who's actually available. Given our forward line situation at the moment, we, let's let's talk about our forward line. We've got Elliot Himmelberg, we've got um, Billy Frampton, we've got Darcy Fogarty. Um, let's rule out Tex Walker. Those are our key forwards, right? Now, none of those are setting the world on fire at the moment. None of them. And you can have the best midfield in the world, and the Adelaide Crows have had this in the past where we've had fantastic midfields and our forward line have sucked, and it's yep. cost us, right? Yep, it did. You also admit uh, that tools take longer to develop. So I'm heavily leaning towards taking a key position forward with our first pick, heavily leaning towards it. And one of the main reasons that I'm leaning towards that is because there are two quite capable key position forwards available at the top end of the draft this year in uh, Logan, uh, Logan McDonald and Riley Tilthorpe. So my first round pick on current form is one of those two tools, and I'm leaning towards the Western Australian kid. Well, not necessarily saying you're wrong either. Um, I, I would have my my uh, thoughts were that my first two picks would be, as Nicky put it, uh, a tall, the best tall, quick mid, mid quick midfielder around. And that's all well and good. And Jack. and I haven't finished. And and and, and a tall, and, and and it'll be one of the two that you mentioned. So yep. uh, um, that would be what I do the first two. The GWS pick would be again for another midfielder, uh, and after that, well, we'll just see what what happens that, with the rest of it. But that's all well and good, Mac. And yes, that'd be great. But who's available, right? 
So I want to, um, I just want to, uh, just bear with me a minute while I just mess around with some screens here. Um, because I want to talk about who's available and why that influences um, who I'm targeting and what I'm doing with my picks. Because to my way of thinking, there, uh, even Young Holland, even Young Holland is not a standout midfielder. He's just not. And, and that's what we do need. So if we know, if we're pretty sure we're going to play shit again next year, we're probably going to have pick one. Are there younger players that we think are actually going to be there? Well, not only is Young Holland not a um, not a standout midfielder, but he's had 12 months out of the game. He's had an ACL. Now, now he's already been rumoured to slide. Is the case for Holland strong enough to go with um, a lad who's 12 months out of football with an ACL, who's played predominantly up forward? Um, Are we going to spend such a high pick on someone like that? I don't know if it's the answer, because really... No, I, th- I think you do make an excellent point. Well, I do think that look, the people, that the recruiting people, they're the people that have to know those type of things, Fiend. And uh, from afar, we can't possibly tell. No, we but, we're, but, we're, but we're doing a podcast on what we think, Mac. So it's not about who can tell. It's about yeah. what are we going to do. Well, I, I'm, I'm very clear in what, what I would do if, if we had the first two picks. I would be taking the best tool available and whoever that is, and I'd be taking the best midfielder, whoever that is. And I can't put a name to them, but that, that's what I would be doing. Well, unfortunately, the best midfielder in the draft probably at the moment is Tanner Bruin, in my opinion. Um, Tanner Bruin... That's um, one that's tied to... Uh, Melbourne or something, one of the other clubs? No, no, no. 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 Uh, he's, uh, he's had knee issues, um, and uh, I, I would say he's one of the better midfielders in uh, the draft. Uh, the other one is Will Phillips. Um, but Will Phillips, to me, looks a little bit... Um, looks a little bit vanilla. He's an accumulator. Um, and I don't know whether he actually fits the bill in terms of what we need, Mac. Well, as I said, don't know enough about the individuals uh, to comment on that, thing. Yeah, but we have to know about the individuals because it's the individuals that, that make a difference about who we're actually going to pick. And there's no point in saying we're gonna, we need the best available tool and the best available mid... If the people, if the kids that are actually those people aren't worth the picks that we've got to spend to get them, you know, Will Phillips is a is an accumulating midfielder. He's very very good player, but he's only 180 centimeters tall. Um, you know, he's an inside mid. He's not really what we need in terms of pace and skill at the moment, in my opinion. So, and then you've got uh, Young Holland. Uh, let me just find him. Um, Elijah Hollands. 
who's by he's an excellent player. Some of the footage on on Holland's is fantastic. But the problem with with Holland, he's actually played very little midfield. He's a he's a forward midfielder, and he's coming off an ACL. So you've got Tanner Bruin and Elijah Holland, who are both coming off knees. You've got Will Phillips, who's an accumulator. Why would you take any of those three players with a with a, a what number one or a number two pick? Then who would you be taking, Pete? Well. The only other midfielder that I've had uh, my eye on is uh, a lad from WA who actually plays in the same team uh, as um, Logan uh, McDonald, and that's Nathan O'Driscoll. Um, but even Nathan O'Driscoll is a uh, he's a rangy sort of wingman. I think he's not certainly not a fast outside midfielder, um, but. Of all of the midfielders that I'm seeing at the top end of the draft, he's actually the one that um, gives me a little bit more in terms of what he might be able to bring. He's 187, um, tough, strong-bodied midfielder who's adept at the stoppages, um, was a bonner major for the WA team uh, and was an All-Australian under-16s level. Uh, He's very good at contested ball winning. Um, and he can uh, play either through the midfield or off half-back. Now, you've got to look at things uh, a little bit more holistically than just, oh, we need this player and that player. And if we're looking at Logan McDonald as the keeper, or, or Riley Tilthorpe for that matter, and we can have that discussion in a minute, but if we're talking about one of those two lads as um, our, our key position forward, and we've also got to have a look at the situation, Mac, with regards to our academy players and and Lockie, um, well, uh, young uh, Edwards is the one um, who seems to have slipped a little bit, um, but he's obviously he hasn't declared uh, a, a desire to um, tie himself to the Crows as yet. Uh, Luke, I think he will though long term. He'd be crazy not to. Look, I think he will too, and he's also a good size, 180 centimetres, 187 centimetres, 82, mm. playing for the Bays. Uh, we all know his tyres. Um, you know, uh, averaged nine, 19 possessions last year across uh, the uh, Carnival Games. Look, there's one uh, other lad that I'd be keen to look at in terms of, and I don't have any footage of him, but uh, there's two lads actually... Um, further down the list that I reckon we could get that actually might be better value than uh, going for, using top-end picks on Phillips & Co. One is Caleb... Uh, what's his bloody surname? Caleb... Caleb Poulter from Woodville West Torrens. He's 191 centimetres. He's a midfield defender. He has been tearing it up, tearing it up for um, Woodville West Torrens Macca. Um, you know, 34 disposal in his first game of the season, uh, two goals and 29 touches with eight marks uh, in uh, a game not that long ago. He's been playing really well for Woodville West Torrens. He'd be available mid round, in in my view, uh, mid draft in my view. And in terms of what he brings, known form in terms of what he brings to me. I'd rather go with a lad like that than speculate on a Tanner Bruin or a 
uh, Elijah Hollands or a um, Will Dives, uh, Will Phillips for what it's going to cost us to speculate on those. There's another lad too uh, that plays for Sturt. Uh, I don't think he's on this list, but I'll see if I can find some um, some stuff on him. His name's Tom Powell, and uh, he's also um, quite good, actually. Uh, let me have and, a look. Yeah, Fiend, the advantage of these is that these guys are playing in the SNFL. They're playing against the bigger bodies. Yeah. And so I think we are going to see more players from the SANFL and the Waffle actually being drafted than normally would happen because you're right, that exposed form exposed that they're form. getting. Yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be so beneficial. But what else what do you think though in because I'm also you mentioned Edwards, but what about Tarek Newchurch and we've got Borlays as yeah. well that are aligned to us in the academy. So Yeah. Are we going to have a look at them? Well, I think we'd be mad not to have a look at Newchurch, although I think um, Paul reports he's just struggled a little bit this year. Um, uh, Luke Borlase is a... Is, a uh, is it Luke Borlase? I can't remember. Um, but he's a, he's a defender, so uh, one to watch. Uh, really Tommy, nice size. Yeah, he had a very good uh, debut in his first game, league game this week. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Powell, averaging 34.5 disposals per game, including 10 clearances uh, um, and uh, averaging six inside 50s. A mid-draft selection, 180 centimetres, 73s, and inside mid, he gets the ball. He's got good strength. He's, uh, uh, He's very good with his hands. He's got good spatial awareness. A bit like, he reminds me, the way he plays a little bit like Schoenberg. And um, him and uh, Caleb uh, Poulter are two that I think we could get mid-round, uh, mid-draft, sorry, that are going to give us much better value for picks than the lads that we mentioned at the top end of the draft in Holland and uh, Phillips and Bruin. Of, of, of those three, I reckon Tanner Bruin is the one that I probably would lean towards. Um, but I'm not sold on the other two. Sold on the other two. Yeah, I'm not qualified enough to argue with you on that, my thing. And uh, all I know is that from my point of view, if, uh, I would be... we have, we The one massive de- deficiency we have is the explosive mids. And, um, well... Uh, go on. No, keep talking just for the moment. Um, okay. Because I want to, I want to find another lad that uh, is going to be up next year, who I oh. think is going to be an absolute sensation. And I, you know, and I, I know that uh, Nikki agrees with that too. That's that's one of our absolutely burning needs. Need, need for speed. Need what, for speed. What, what, what's his name, Nick? That South Adelaide kid that's going to be up next year. Do you know? Ah, oh, I have to look it up. Hang on. I'm just looking it up at the moment. If anyone can remember it in the chat, um, I should have actually had. His name all teed up and ready to go because he, this kid, is going to be an absolute star. Um, but Nick, uh, Mac, anyway, go on. No, well, I actually haven't got much more to say about it, really, because um, uh, I think that I think we will use uh, our picks for academy players as well. Um, I think what we'll obviously do. Picks one and two, 
and the GWS. Uh, what we'll be trying to do is to get the best player that we best players that we can that have got nothing to do with us, not tied to us, not father son, whatever. And then uh, that's one of the reasons that we have accumulated a lot of picks this year. We've got because I think we have uh, we've got two seconds, two thirds, and do we have two fourths? Um, but um, the idea is so that we can. It's all a matter of points. Uh, if somebody matches a bid. For somebody, you know, say for example, yeah. we do want to take Luke Edwards, and uh, somebody bids for him. Then when we, we match, we get a twenty percent discount, and you can do that by accumulating not necessarily uh, a good pick by you know accumulating a lot of little ones down the end. So it is possible we could be splitting some of our picks too to get extra points uh, during uh, before the trade. In other words, somebody might we'll give them a higher pick, but they give us. Uh, lower picks, but they've been told there might be fifty percent more in those lower picks. So, and I think that we will do, we will be taking um, we possibly take both academy players and uh, and Luke Edwards as well. Yeah. So the player that I was thinking of for South Adelaide is Jason Horn. He's one hundred and eighty-two centimeter seventy-five midfield slash forward, but he has been absolutely smashing it, absolutely smashing it. And he will go top five next year, in my opinion. If his form line continues, there is no doubt in my mind that he will go top five. And so, you know, there's there's every chance, every chance that we're going to be at the top end of the draft again um, next season. But we have to make sure that we get this kid. If ever there was a kid that we have to get, it's this kid, Jason Thorne. And for people... Uh, uh, watching and looking on on uh, uh, sorry on uh, YouTube and Facebook at the moment, go and have a look at Jason Thorne uh, highlights. He is just an absolute dead set gun in the making, gun in the making. In fact, I'll bring up uh, all that. Uh So this is Cardine College um, football. Um, but the speed and awareness, and look at that disposal. Absolute. This is a kid of 16 years of age, don't forget. He's an absolute gun. One of the comments in the, the chat was that he's like a mix between danger and gas. That's, yep. that's that's pretty yeah. handy, Clark. Yeah. Now, this is the reason... This is the reason why I'm not so bullish on this year's draft in terms of top-end midfielders and why I think we need to stockpile for next season because I think that the top-end midfielders in this draft are not proven midfielders. They've got injury problems. I'm sure a lot of them will go on and have really good careers. Um... But they're 12 months behind the eight ball, which means that we're going to have to spend 12 months getting them up to speed fitness-wise. They are not going to be best 22 players. So why would we bother when we can bring in, say, a Jackson Hately, we can get a couple of South Australian lads uh, in Powell and Poulter. Uh, we can get a nice tall in uh, either Riley Tilthorpe or Logan McDonald. And then we can uh, grab our academy kids. Uh, and maybe um, Edwards with um, with a father son, um, and 
I don't want to pull put all our eggs in one basket, but um, Jason Horn. Yeah. Jason Horn is a 200 game AFL player in the making, and there's no way he should go anywhere else except us. And I'd be happy to have more South Adelaide players on the list. Yeah. Mac? Well, you know, um, but that's not the year that we're going to be involved in, Bane, and uh, that's next year. And uh, the biggest problem is that um, we're not going to be very good next year, but we may not be number one. And uh, Sorry, we might not be the bottom side. I think North Melbourne are going to have a very good crack at that themselves. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if we get bringing a few players this year, we might actually win two or three games and um, and blow that spot. But, yeah. you know, uh, from a club point of view, the club don't want to stay down the bottom forever. I mean, this year has been very convenient to drop right down there uh, because with the COVID situation. Yeah. But, you know, presuming that we're back to a normal situation next year where people go into the footy and that, they don't want to be down the bottom. They, they would want to be winning some games so that uh, people could see some hope for the future. Absolutely. They, they might... I was going to say, they might like that, Macca, but we've also got to do some list management changes off-field. Otherwise, yes, we will be down the bottom still. Mac, I want to to be logical about this, okay, because um, it's like there's a lot of emotion in terms of who clubs draft and trade and, you know, what pick they get and how many points they've got and all the rest of it. I'm looking at it as objectively as I possibly can. Do you think it is worth spending uh, two of our potentially three first-round picks on a mixture of uh, Victorian kids who are either solid accumulators or coming off long-term injuries that haven't played for 12 months? Or would you rather save those picks, use them differently, and get some mid-round, uh, mid-draft talent who is proven, who's been playing all season and who's in good form and probably flying under the under the radar a bit. What would you rather do? Um, okay. It's impossible to answer that question, Faye, because of the fact that um, there's a lot of assumptions in that and we don't know what... Well, what are the assumptions? Well, well, the assumptions are we don't know the quality of the individuals that the recruiting team are looking at this year and what their... No, but I'm asking for your no, opinion. Let me finish. No, and and then you can't say where we're going to be next year. I mean, you say bank the, the pick for next year, that's fine. But you were talking about one kid in particular who we'd all love to have, but there's no guarantee that we'll be in that position to get him anyhow. Yeah, and uh, thanks, Geordie. You're out. Goodbye. What's that all about? Oh, just some wanker. Um, look. I'm not necessarily talking about banking picks. I'm talking about using them differently, Maka. I'm talking about maybe yeah. using them to um, to uh, grab another player. Um, yep. You know, if you want to bring Haitley in, if you want to bring Jack Graham in, that's we're going to have to do some work with picks there. Um, there might be another player that we can attract. But what I'm my simple question to you is: Are you looking at? You're either looking at. Players who haven't played for 12 months and who in many respects, are, uh, in many instances, are coming off long-term injuries versus players that aren't going to cost you as much that have proven uh, visible form that are probably not as high-profile um, as the Victorian under-18s 
who have all the attributes that you're looking for. Tough, fast, tall midfielders. Now, who are you taking? Um, I repeat, I mean, the, the thing is, uh, out of this draft, and this, because it is going to be a little bit of a lottery, I agree with that, um, there are going to be some real bargains come out of it. And it's going to be because uh, these kids uh, have, in 12 months, they grow, they go from 17 to 18, uh, or they might be getting close to, towards 19. Um, and you've got a situation where a lot changes in that time frame, a lot. And uh, it's very difficult. And normally you see them playing, and so you can tell which ones develop. Um, this time it's going to be guessing which ones are going to develop. I've never known you to sit on the fence as hard as that. You must have a big white picket shoved two thirds <laughs> way up your backside, Macca. That is the worst thing I've ever heard you say. I want your opinion. I don't want ifs, buts, and maybes. I want your opinion. Do you take kids that haven't played for 12 months who have had long-term injury concerns, or do you take uh, proven visible talent with cheaper draft picks? What are you doing? Get off what the do fence. You do, or, sorry, what do you do with your first if you don't take them about cheaper Forget draft picks? Forget it. I'm, no, no, no. no. Jeez, he's real. Nicky, he doesn't want to answer this question. No, he well, doesn't. It's a, it's a very gonna... simple question. No, very simple question, Macca. Do you spend high draft picks on kids that haven't played for 12 months and in many cases have coming off long-term injuries? Or do you take proven ability, visible ability, with lower draft picks? What do you do? In our case, I take the... People that I think have got the best potential, even if they haven't played last year. All right, Nick. Um, you actually convinced me, Fane, because to me, list management and what this is is draft. It's never that one year to solve your problems. We know correct one year is not going to solve our problems. And just like looking at the little vision of Jason Horn, and hopefully we'll be back to a little bit more normal next year. We, we can't take the risk on those kids who have sat out for 12 months, particularly with how shit our fitness already is. Nikki, every other club's going to have to do the same. Yeah, but they're fitter than us. They've actually got decent fitness staff. They can actually probably afford to work with these kids a bit better than what we can. Well, if, if what you're saying is correct, then then we've got no hope whether we take, whichever whether so, we go. So we are- yeah, we are getting pick one next year. We're going to be shit again next year. Look, the, the simple fact of the matter is, and I don't want to labour this point, and we're getting to the end of the show, the simple fact of the matter is that uh, this rebuild is going to be a, a, a three-year, three- to five-year project, Mac. Would you agree with that? And Nick, yes, would I you agree. agree with that? Yeah. And um, in that time, we have to form the nucleus of a good side and also make sure that we we capitalise on our current draft position. So, you know, if I go back to um, what we were talking about um, uh, at the beginning of the show with regards to uh, where we're sitting in at, with our current list, um, you know, and I'll just sort them... You know, we're very light on in many areas, but there's no point in throwing good after bad and to my mind it would be a waste I, I here's here's what I here's what I would like to do uh, let's finish off the show 
here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to take Logan McDonald with pick one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably take Nathan O'Driscoll with pick two, even though many would um, uh, say that that's far too high for Nathan O'Driscoll. Um, if we don't get uh, anything for Brad, if Brad stays, then I, I think O'Driscoll will actually probably drop to our GWS pick unless GWS turn their season around. Assuming GW, our GWS pick is six to eight, I think we might we might jag O'Driscoll with that. Um, particularly considering if you consider where other teams are in the pecking order. Um, and I'll just go over to um, the first round to, of the draft. I have to pick up there though, Pete. If you were going to take O'Driscoll with pick two when you when you prepare to take him um, without uh, that at the uh, at the GWS pick. He's not a pick two, Nick. Well, why isn't he a pick but, two? But is he a, but, but he was going to be our second pick anyhow. What I'm saying, though, Nicky, if, he, if he's not good enough to be picked two, uh, sorry, if, if, if somebody else has got picked two, three, four, five, six, seven, and, that, and they don't want him, and why would we take him at two? Because Fremantle will probably take him at six if we don't take him. Well... All right, and O'Driscoll is another kid who's been playing for Perth all season. He's got good exposed form. Uh, he has a lot of the qualities that we need. And I don't get hung up like most people saying, "Oh, that kid's not worth pick two. There's your picks are just your currency, right? So if you um, let me use an analogy, um, uh, Maka, if you're into classic cars. Right, and you go to a car auction, and you've got X amount of money, and you see a car there that would that uh, would finish off your collection beautifully. Right, would enhance your collection beautifully. Would you overspend to get it? Of course you would. Um, yes, of course but you would. The... So that's no different to how a draft situation is, in my opinion. Well, a car, no, a car is an inanimate object and these are human beings and they've got to perform. Oh, so. no shit, Macca. But the simple fact is that your draft picks are currency. They're dollars in your pocket, right? And there are times where you can get a bargain. You can go to you can go to some second-hand car yard and pick up a rust bucket that you can restore, uh, a la Ben Keys. And there are other times where you will overpay because it's a piece that you really need. Now, I'm not one of these people that gets hung up on whether a kid's uh, good enough to be a pick two or good enough to be a pick five or good enough to be a first rounder. If you want that kid, if you've identified that kid as talent, then all you've got to do is make sure that you get that kid ahead of the, the other teams that you know want that kid, right? And in my, to my way of thinking, Fremantle will take O'Driscoll at six or wherever they end up. And the thing about Fremantle is that they're carrying a deficit, so they'll probably drop down to seven, which means that our GWS pick is probably going to be above Fremantle's. And I say we take O'Driscoll. Uh, but if we if we have pick two and, pick, and our GWS pick is below Fremantle's, I'd be quite happy to take O'Driscoll with two. Okay, well, that's that's your opinion, Fien, and I don't really have one because I don't know them uh, well enough and I'll just have to leave it to the uh, recruiting team. And uh, But in terms of what I would like, I would like to get a quality uh, player, a tall player, a tall in the, of the nature that you're talking about, and I'd like to get 
as Nicky said, um, a quick, uh, quality, uh, tall mid midfielder. And uh, after that, I'll just leave it to the others to do because I don't know enough about them. Yeah. Um, PJ Crows in the chat saying um, that uh, you take the best mid with pick one. Well, I don't think you take the best mid with pick one if the best mid is worth taking. Um, and I, like I've, I'm not going to bang on about it, but I don't think the three uh, high, highly rated mids in this draft are worth taking with pick one simply because they haven't played any footy for 12 months. Um, two of them are coming off knees. Uh, and we've got a couple of really strong prospects mid-draft this year and a, an amazing talent in the making uh, next year that we need to focus on. Um, tall forwards take longer. Take Logan McDonald, even take Riley Tilthorpe, although I'm not as big a fan as some of Riley Tilthorpe. He's got a lot of good qualities and he's been playing... One. Have you seen much of Tilthorpe, Mac? For West uh, yeah, I have seen him play. Uh, he, look, he goes all right, but you know, in the sense that at this stage he's not outstanding because of the fact he's a boy against men. But he goes all right. What's his ruck work like? No, he's he, well. He's. Uh, I read that he preferred to, he preferred to be a forward um, rather than a ruck, but he's actually spent more time in the ruck, and he's gone all right in the ruck. PJ Crows is very adamant that we're going to be bottom next year. I, I'm with you, Macca. North Melbourne worry me. Their list is horrific. Uh, I don't think much of Ray Shaw as a coach. Um, no Oregon good coach. He's no good. And He's I, no reck- good. I reckon North are going to be tanking hard, to be honest with you. <laughs> I really do. I think North are going to be tanking hard. Um, so I don't think it's... Uh, I don't think it's necessarily a lay down and I would hate to lose Horn to an interstate club so look I don't know whether we've helped anyone that's been uh, watching or listening to us um, we could go on probably for another hour and we might have another show like this um, closer to the pointy end when things are a little bit more clear in terms of what the draft is going to look like at the moment let's be honest Macca and Nikki, we don't even know when the draft's going to be and what the format's going to be <laughs> yep <laughs> well that's a, that's a very good point and how many players you're allowed to have well, yeah, so many variables. I think, it, look, I think I'll just put our um, our list up to uh, as we finish off. But I think it was a very good exercise to go through our list and just identify where everything was. Um, I think uh, we're in a very strong position in a very unfortunate year. Yes, uh, I agree with that. Of, in terms of the draft, um, you know, and that's another reason why I lean towards not necessarily getting out of this draft, but maybe looking at the 2020 plus the 2021 draft uh, collectively, if that makes sense, Macca. Maybe that explains a little bit more what my thought process is, that I'm actually looking at the two drafts as one, if you like, in terms of the talent pool. Um, you know, I, I would hate to be a list manager at the moment. Uh, I would hate oh. to be a list manager for the Crows at the moment or any other Absolutely. Team. If any, anyone on the 18 side, I'd hate to be a list manager. And, but that's why I keep saying I'd leave up there. That is their job. They know, yeah. They've got to... Oh, they've look, got it to, is. But, you they, know, you feel, for, you, you feel for a guy like John Reid who has made a lot of uh, uh, contract decisions based on normal, you know, situation normal, and all of a sudden we've got this disaster... Um, and he's having to manage contracts where potentially uh, lists are going to be reduced. I would hope that clubs actually get some sort of... Um, oh, Compensation some sort of, or some, yeah, some adjustment, some adjustment in terms of 
Mm. Yeah, in in having to redo contracts. Well, I, I think wonder, a bit as well. I wonder whether contract payouts uh, won't count towards uh, TPP, where they've been and, forced because of list reduction. That's and that would that help us happen. out brilliantly. Well, the way they run things is yeah, anything is possible. Yep, and it's a moving target. And uh, look, it's been fascinating tonight. I have to thank uh, a few people. I have to thank Law, the Essendon uh, moderator, who provided us with that those draft standings. She does excellent work. Get around it. Oh, yes, that is brilliant. I use it every year leading yep. into the draft so I actually know what's going on. Yep, it's fantastic. Um, look, I took a lot of stats from AFL tables, uh, footy wire, uh, a bit of draft guru, um, get around all those websites. They're amazing, uh, resources. And, uh, I thank, uh, the people behind putting those together for making those statistics available because we're a bit hard pressed in the AFL with statistics. I don't like, it's not like major league baseball or a lot of the American sports where you can get every stat known to man. The AFL like to, uh, Keep that one close, and uh, so any any uh, any sets that are made available publicly are most appreciated. I have to thank everyone who's joined us on YouTube and Facebook, and also on Twitch. Uh, thanks very much, guys, for joining us, um, and everyone who's chatted away. It's been a fantastic uh, uh, night just for watching people interact on Discord. It's been fantastic, and the other platforms. Um, really worthwhile so thanks to everyone who supported us if you want to actually support the cast uh with your dollars and cents um go to patreon.com forward slash afl crowcast um this workbook that i've put together tonight will be made available to our patrons um as a bit of a thank you so uh that'll be posted up over the next 48 hours uh, and you can have a play around um, with the various uh, stats and all the rest of it maca nikki we got through the gremlins. We got through the blood. What a I've I've you know what I've never had that problem with Discord in my life. And as soon yeah, as we same. go live, um, it was a nightmare. But I appreciate you both uh, hanging in there and participating tonight. We we just need another. Oh God, from Macca. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was actually more of a oh fucking hell, it's coming again. <laughs> that was the first one. Then, then he moved on to the more PC. Oh God. Uh, that was good. <laughs> So no thanks to Discord yeah. for tonight. We love look, you normally, Discord, but not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> uh, look, we appreciate all the thanks in Discord. Uh, don't worry, it's a labour of love for us, so uh, there's no problem at all. Uh, Maka, Nikki, uh, it's time we fucked off. <laughs> yeah, two hours. Two hours. It's done. Thanks, guys, for sticking with us. Uh, play safe, and uh, go Crows. We'll talk to you again next week. Yep, not all. Not all. <laughs>